Welcome everyone. My name is Rachel Moses and I'm the Multimedia Editor for Thorax BMG and I'm joined here today by Dr. Ryan Arathamos and we are going to talk about his most recent publication on the genetic and observational evidence supports a causal role of sex hormones on the development of asthma. So welcome Ryan. Thanks for having me on the podcast Rachel. So asthma. It's a really important subject, not just for us respiratory clinicians, but for the general public, for the media. Over 8 million people currently have a diagnosis in the UK of asthma, with about 4.5 million receiving treatment in England. But over the last 10 years, the incidence of diagnosis is actually decreasing by about 10%. And we know some work from prevalence studies that pre-puberty, there is a, a general 50% split in male-female diagnosis of asthma. But when people hit puberty, um, there's a much stronger prevalence of asthma in women. A study looking at the role of sex hormones on the development of asthma is therefore really relevant and really current. But what actually gave you the idea of this study and, and, and where did the hypothesis come from? So the main motivation um, behind our study was the previous hypothesis that links sex hormones to asthma. And it suggests that it may explain the sex differences observed in asthma where boys are more likely to have asthma in childhood and females in adult life, with a switch occurring around the time of puberty. And we know that fluctuations of sex hormones in puberty occur. So this link has been made between asthma occurrence and sex hormone fluctuations. So even that sounds really technical. So where do you even start with looking at a study that can analyse this and be quite specific around the findings and any relationships you might find? What we've done essentially is we've compared the difference in asthma risk between people who have on average lower sex hormone binding globulin, also called SHBG, um, in their blood because of their genetic makeup. And SHBG is a major regulator of sex hormones such as testosterone and oestrogen. And so we've compared these individuals to those who have on average higher levels of SHBG because of their genetic makeup. And what we find is that there's a protective effect of increased SHBG in those who have asthma. This is about relationships and about sex hormone regulators. So what did your study actually find? And so we found a protective effect of increased sex hormone binding globulin um, called SHBG on asthma. And we observed a stronger effect in females, but we couldn't distinguish whether the effects are sex-specific, so whether the effects of SHBG and asthma only exist in females. And our study design didn't permit us to say whether the protective effect of increased SHBG is an effect of SHBG in childhood, or puberty, or adult life. And the method that we use estimates the effect of of an average lifetime um, increase in SHBG. Okay, so what we don't want to happen with research such as this is it becomes sensationalised in the media, I suppose. So what I'm listening to, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that we don't know which specific sex hormone has that effect. So we can't say if you have more testosterone, you're less likely to develop asthma, or if you have more oestrogen, you are more likely to develop asthma. Um, is that is that correct? Yeah, that's completely right, Rachel. So since we're studying a hypothesized regulator of sex hormones, we don't know exactly which hormone or combination of hormones, be it testosterone or estrogen, is having the effect on asthma. 
So some further work is definitely required to disentangle the pathways involved. And because our study isn't able to drill down into the biology of understanding how these sex hormone changes um, affect asthma, it does it suggest, though, that it's definitely a worthwhile direction to go in in terms of future research. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting you've mentioned further for research because asthma is a condition that affects people throughout their lifetime, isn't it? And while the majority are actually diagnosed in the, pub in the, you know, the years of puberty, if you like, um, in adolescence, maybe when they're becoming more physically active, but it can actually affect many people across generations. So I suppose this is, this is a really important area we should be looking into, would you say? Yep, you're completely right. And in fact, we're hoping, up, hoping to follow up some of this work. And for example, in one of the cohort studies that we used in this um, analysis called UK Biobank, they are measuring SHBG in the blood of their participants. So hopefully in the future, it'll be, we'll be able to study the um, association or link between SHBG in blood and um, asthma. Well, that's fascinating work by, by yourself, um, Ryan, as lead author, and also from the whole team at the University of Bristol. So, so great work, and thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Rachel. So many thanks, everyone, for listening. If you would like to access the full article, there is a link on the notes of this podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook with the handle at ThoraxBMG. Thank you very much. Thank you.